cave of cool. Something in my head just went, and I don't know what it was, and I just went, no one dies tonight. Not them, not me, not you, none of us. And I grabbed her hand over the, over the, the shift, and I put it in reverse. And she put her foot down. Like, it shocked her much to move it. She put on the gas, and we went backwards really fast. And it shocked them. It shocked everybody. But it, I think it saved everybody yeah. because the, the guys put up their rifles, and they fired uh, at the windshield. Live um, PD 200 post. What's that? Ashley Banfield making googly eyes at Sticks Larkin. What does that is, mean? Okay, Ashley Banfield, right? She's this reporter. She was when 9/11 happened. She was a Canadian reporter who just kind of came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And and the OJ trial. It was OJ trial or was it 9/11? I think it was OJ trial. I'm not sure. I think it's 9/11. I don't remember. But Ashley Banfield got a name for herself very quickly, and she was kind of looked like Sarah Palin, okay. right, with the glasses and everything. Yeah. So she's an attractive woman. And she's very smart, but she's awful annoying. She's very she. You could tell she kind of clawed her way to the top with a combination of brains, sexuality, no morals, um, and basically she'd stab anybody in the back just to get ahead, right? Okay. And she saw her chance and she took it on the network, and and it, she made a lot of enemies very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Live PD, they've got a, now a show called uh, um, um, uh, Live PD Rescue. So okay. it's 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 uh, uh, paramedics. So they take the cameras just and follow paramedic calls. Right. So a lot of times they're with the cops, but that's equally compelling because they're they got to rescue people from burning vehicles and 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 people are going to threaten suicide. It's it's very compelling stuff. But they put her as the host, right? Okay. And so Dan Abrams introduces her. Well, look who this is, our friend Ashley Banfield. And I went, oh, what the fuck is Ashley <laughs> Banfield being on PD Cam? Like she's just it's like it's like if Carrie Underwood came on. On, on Star Trek Discovery, right? Okay, you're, you know, you're my type. Lose, I loathe Gary Underwood, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm just about to lose my mind. So uh-huh. she's there and she's talking about this new show. And Dan, you're introducing him, and he goes, and Stix goes, yeah, we work with a lot of. And Stix Larkin is a cop. He's been a cop for like 20 years. Very good cop. Mm-hmm. He worked in a gang unit, drug unit. Um, he, he, he went viral because they found a drug dealer's phone after he'd shot somebody, and they called him and they told him that they had his phone, right? But they kind of filmed it. Yeah. It was one of these really cops-like things that they filmed him and his partner. And it kind of went viral because him and his partner were having a really good time with it, right? Yeah. And, they, and they really nailed this, this kid, right? Because they, they caught him. They caught the drugs. They got the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Basically by using this guy's phone against him yeah. in a way, right? Um, and they were very smart about it. And so he got noticed. And um, Tom Morris – so he got on Live PD. So he's the cop kind of consultant. Right. And he's old school. You know, you can tell he's kind of he's had his time on the streets, but he's got a lot of wisdom and he's very good looking, uh, very charming, like a Marine kind of right. Right. Very in shape. And Tom Morris Jr. is next to him. He's also a former cop, special agent. He was a reporter, crime reporter. He knows a lot about crime and he does missing persons and stuff. And he always wears different shirts and gets and they both got good senses of humor. Right. Mm -hmm. With Dan Abrams doing his stupid puns. um, And Dan Abrams really loves the cop dogs. And he goes overboard when the dogs are there, right? He just slobbers over them, basically. Yeah. This is Django, right? Oh, any questions for Django? Get Django at Twitter.com, right? And they'll read the questions for the dog, yeah. uh, right? And he's just always oh, such a good dog, right? And uh, he talks to them like the cops. So, you good boy, you good boy, right? Like they talk to them after they've sniffed the drug car, right? The drug dogs. That's when right. they talk to them, right? Because it's yeah. all reward, right? Uh-huh. Or the ones that talk to them in German, right? You know, so that the, the, the perp can't... 
no, no inner city hoodlum can talk German good enough to fool the dog, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, like the cop can, right? So, yeah. so she comes on and she is basically, if she didn't lick his face, it was <laughs> very close to it. Well, it's just me on Monday. Maybe Sticks could come over and help me host, right? And I'm going to be sitting and go, you piece of skank meat. Maybe if they pay me, they better pay me, and I don't want you touching me anymore. So she brought out a cake for everybody, and they all had these little popsicle sticks with cookies on them that looked like their faces, the three guys, uh-huh. the 200th episode. And she gives Sticks his little cookie. Look at the cookie. And it's like she was going to lick it and give it to him almost right. And she, it, was like, it was like watching your old your, your cougar mom Hitting on one of your friends, right? You know what I mean? And it, or you're one of your friend's dads, right? Uh-huh. Your cougar mom hitting on your good-looking friend's dad, right? <laughs> Who's also good-looking but divorced, right? Uh-huh. From his mom. And your mom's, you know, and she's it's, got it's a, just It's cringe city, yeah. Right, and mom's a little bit boozy, right? And she, got a, and she ran in and half-fixed her hair because she knew he was coming. And she changed her pajama pants. And that's what it was like. And she had – when she came back, I swear there was a button undone on her shirt, right? Because she had that satin shirt. And she was so close to him. Like it was almost like – she was trying to make an excuse that the table was really for two, not three, right? But Sticks didn't move from where his chair was, but she also was a little closer to him. Yeah. And kept thanking him every break before the break about coming on her show. And you could tell he was like – and Tom Morris got this look on his face like, motherfucker, you going on her show. She's going to, she going to seduce you. And she likes you. right? And he was just cringing in his seat. Just like, oh. And you know Sticks. We don't know if he's married or anything. They, they should have brought it up. Right? One of the boys should have said, well, Sticks, what's your wife going to think on Monday night when you're on another show? right? Something like that, but they didn't bail him out, right? They left him to twist in the wind. And I'm <laughs> telling you, if Sticks Larkin, that's his nickname, Sticks Larkin, uh-huh. if, if he wanted to bang her on that table, on that cake, that 200-episode cake, um, uh, and that's 600 hours because they put in a good two-hour, 15-minute show yeah. without commercials, right? Yeah. And that's twice a week, so five hours a, a week um, of fresh material, <laughs> right? And so she's like slobbering on him. So I didn't watch the rescue when he was on. I couldn't deal with it. Right? <laughs> but I should go back and find uh, and look at it because, oh my God, I just want to see if, if she was equally as as um, man hungry, right? But she was so obvious. It was like, God, you're a reporter. You'd probably be an actress, but not a very good one. Like, why? Like, you're just giving it away. Give it away. I don't have any respect when they give it away. It's like it's like difference between a dog lover and a cat lover, right? Mm-hmm. A cat, you got to work for that emotion, that that love. A dog will just give it away to you, right? I can't respect an animal that loves me unconditionally. I don't like a person who loves me unconditionally, right? I don't even like me, and I love myself unconditionally, right? And I hate myself. So it's it, there's no, you know, I can't do it, right? I don't care if you who you are. If you were Kat Denning or, or Selena Gomez and you hit on me, I would just, madam, you are worth more than that you are better than that selena gomez so you gotta imagine how i thought when she went to the idiot bieber i mean i offered to kill him many many times for her but she said no when it's time calvin i'll give you the the, i'll give you the i'll call scorpion on him okay yeah i will say scorpion to you scorpion will never come up in our conversation for any other reason if i get bit by a scorpion calvin Mm. i will not say calvin i've been bit by a scorpion Calvin, I'll be, I've been bit by a spider with a tail that starts with an S. It has a stinger on the end of his tail. It'll yeah. be like it'll be like $10,000 pyramid. She'll be giving me clues for me to say scorpion, right? I won't, she won't say it. But when she does, I get permission, Don Cheadle, you know, strangle baby Thanos. That's how I get to do 
that's why I get to do Bieber, right? That <laughs> kind of thing, right? So uh, I'm waiting for that. But right. boy, that's like I'm so she's so much better than me, okay. right? So don't, you know, if you're a worthless woman, hit on me. Then, yeah. you know, then I'm okay. Uh, no, no, no. You deserve speaking that. Of, then speaking of Scorpion, we were talking. We were talking about that. Mm -hmm. We were going back and forth about that. Yep. Scorpion. That's you know, I, I was thinking, you know, we, I thought we changed it to paint it black. Paint it black. Well, sounds it, cooler, no, you, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. but you can't change it. You can't. Because change if you it. change it, the guy's going to react. Like if you call, if you go tippy toe, right? <laughs> Today it'll be tippy toe. I'd yeah. giggle before I pulled the trigger. It's always got to be the same word. Yeah. Scorpion. That's the word. When I yeah. say scorpion, you got. I got the shot. Scorpion. Scorpion. Right? Okay. Got the shot. Scorpion. Okay, so that's the code word. You, and there's no changing it. There's no changing it. Okay, Janeway right. didn't change it. That's right. When they had to, seven of nine almost had the ship. He, mm -hmm. She whooshed him out the airlock, and Chakotay put on that little thing, and he and he yeah. talked to to seven of nine and saved her and saved the ship. But she called the scorpion on seven of nine. So that's right. Yeah, uh, we called the scorpion sometimes. because uh, Nick Ward was going to be wearing that. Um, oh, that thing, yes. That thing, which I thought was going to download <laughs> software into his brand. Well, let's see what he does if he starts collecting socks. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, I tried to get those socks from that cereal box. Remember those Avengers socks? That's right, yeah. Yeah, from My Honeycomb. Daughter got a pair. My daughter got a pair of the Black Panther ones. How? She just, I don't know. She, she, oh, it's some in the store probably. She sent in, no, she sent in the thing. And they they oh, sent her the, yeah. That's when I sent the, it in. My, my daughter's the was, luckiest thing. But it back was the to, same um, week. They were back out to Nick talk. Ward. Back to Nick Ward. Yes. Nick Ward, uh, Fresh Eggs returned. Yes. On New Zealand TV. Yes. The, the final the final two episodes of, of uh, uh, Fresh Eggs and, and you've seen it. I have seen it, and I'm I'm not going to talk about it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay, no. I will not talk about it. But I'm telling you, um, it's <laughs> it's pretty good, and it's yeah. funny. I was going to rate my um, my my review of it yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, but I got to you know we were talking about that Google thing that the glasses he had, and I went and got off on a tangent with that. Um, so I didn't get to write it, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow or maybe later on tonight. I'm gonna. I'm going to get into it because I had to digest a lot of it, but yeah. it's it's goony and it's goofy and it's fun and it it's really too bad that all that momentum got stopped when the shooting the, happened. The Christchurch shooting. Yeah, the Christchurch shooting, and again, it, there is a lot of violence and it's satirical black humor, mm -hmm. black like it's the darkest. And and I guess Aussies, I mean, Z Kiwis are are they're more cynical than Canadians when it comes to that kind of humor, right? Yeah. A, can, a guy gets eaten by bear in Canada, we'll find a way to make it funny, right? Okay. Uh, because it's a bear and he yeah. ate a guy, right? <laughs> well, it, we can't make do anything about it now, right? The guy's yeah. gone, the bear's yeah. gone, right? Now let's we gotta have a joke about it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so he we it's it's just so well done, and I I I hope that the momentum or whatever. I'm glad it hasn't slowed him down. Yeah, but it's it's almost unfortunate because I want it to be discovered now by 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 people. I want it to get on Netflix. I want people to go so look at fresh eggs, oh, this egg, and get into the first episode and then be hooked and realize, you know, six hours later that wow, where where's season two? On yeah, this, and look for it. Go look for it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and John Reese Davies is great in it when yeah. he starts in. He shows up. Oh my God, the shit that happens is yeah. funnier than that stupid pony. And the pony is very funny. Uh, My God! Even from that first moment when that they tried to brain that pony and yeah. the guy tried to kill the pony and the pony and it was Nick fakes his death. It was Nick. It Nick. was Nick trying to kill the pony with a sledgehammer yeah. and the pony didn't even budge. <laughs> and 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 he's running across the field like a long shot and you see uh, this guy with the, with the hat on and the and the and the sledgehammer. Yeah. Holy shit! And then they shoot the pony and the pony goes down, but it was a ruse, yeah. a ruse. <laughs> and the no, pony, I'm so glad that oh. the series finished. 
I'm, I am and, glad too. I'm, I'm hoping that it gets renewed. And, and again, it did. I did manage to find it, so it's it's on the torrent sites. Yep. So all of you pirates like me, um, it, it's unfortunate that we live in this filthy, filthy world business that we have to do this just to get some quality entertainment from New Zealand, because <laughs> the man, and we know it's the man, yep. kept us down. Mm -hmm. He let Obama be president, but did he let Franklin on peanuts? Did he let him become president? No. no. He kept him down deliberately. Put him in that white neighborhood with those crazy white kids and that kid with the cancer, right? The chemo treatments that Charlie Brown and that Lucy Van Pelt is a psychopath. I mean, put him in that neighborhood. How, how could he ever thrive? He could not. He was marginalized. Yes. He became but one nevertheless, of the... Nick, Nick Ward has thrived, and he's got he to develop a deal with HBO, and he's he dropped some hints about working with a show, so... Yeah, and he and he and he's working on and he mentioned something about robots and and mm -hmm. science fiction and stuff and and they made this this amazing set which I'm hoping is like the interior of a spaceship. Oh my god, <laughs> I would lose it. Yeah. I would lose it. And I mean, I so, look at something like like the Expanse, the Rossinati. Yeah, the guy that designed that, they must be incredibly proud of themselves. Like the ones who designed the the bridge of the Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Like they get that kind of pressure that you have to kind of think real world science. What would the interior of a ship look like? There are not a lot of like creature comforts. <laughs> in space, right? There's no, no, not a hollow deck in the expanse, right? No, there's no, no pictures on the walls, yeah. right? There's no, there's no um, bad wallpaper or anything, right? <laughs> there's no uh, that kind of half thing they did with the with the the borders on the half the wall, right? Where one color's painted on the, you know, that kind of crap. Yeah, right. They didn't do any of that. None of that. No. So it's all very practical. Yeah, but that that's that's what it's like. <laughs> that's what it feels like to me. Anyway, so, good, so we're very we're very happy for Nick and. And he got to play with that new piece of technology that I went yeah. and looked at. And, and to get to be on the ground floor, something like that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. How stupid am I? Like when I'm not, I'm not hip, man. I was yeah. hip once. I knew things. I got jiggy with it. Yeah. But we're, we're very happy. And we're, we hope that we get Nick back on the show sometime. I think that that would be a pretty easy thing to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping to. I'm hoping yeah. that's it. Or more things come out that he'll use the Cave of Cool, your source of cool on the Internet, to um, express or tell us all about the, the success that he's having. Because it will be success. The guy is incredibly talented. Yes. And he seems to be able to roll with the punches. And, and he gets a good punch and then a bad punch. He gets a good <laughs> pat and then a bad punch. Pat, yeah. right? It's, a, it's like, like, roll with it, buddy. And then, I'm so impressed with that. Like, he just never loses that sense of humor. Or, or it becomes more cynical and dark, which I got to respect, too. Because oh, yeah. I'm going that route myself. You know, <laughs> So like, I respect anybody who's been broken by the system but still can get up and say something snarky about it. Right? Because <laughs> they don't give a shit. Yeah. Right? Get to that point where you don't have to give a shit. Yeah. There's people you know that you can say things like that to. You know, you can use the retard word to refer to an actual retard, right? Because <laughs> they're acting like a retard. Because then they're gonna, because really, I gotta slip that in every once in a while. Because then they'll take dumbass away from me. I'm willing to use re uh, dumbass for the rest of my life and never use retard again. Yeah. But then don't threaten dumbass. No. Well, give me dumbass yeah. and I'll give you back retard. Well, I don't need to. Uh, George Clooney do, do a documentary recently about dumb fuckery. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see it. Is it good? Yeah, I think he's he's doing a, a documentary about the rise of dumb fuckery. So, <laughs> well, I, I think that if they, if they if they allow dumb fuckery, they'll keep dumbass. And when the hell did did uh, Idiocracy become like a documentary? I that know was the most ridiculous movie I ever saw in my life. And then every time I think I hear that word, I think this was prophetic. Yeah. More prophetic than The Simpsons. That those, mm -hmm. the videos all the time. So the Simpsons predicted the tr the future, right? Yeah. But there's hours of that. There's an hour of Trump, a president, uh, Game of Thrones, the burning, 
Uh-huh. That was the latest one they, they predicted years ago. In yeah. one of the opening sequences, they predicted <laughs> everything would be burned by dragons. And they're in the Game of Thrones costumes and stuff, <laughs> looking over Westeros as it's burning. Yeah. And they were If they would have said, who rang the bells, I lost my mind. Yeah. You know, somebody's hooked into the future. <laughs> then we'd all know time travel works, don't, wouldn't we? Yeah. See? See? That's, that's, that's we how know. we know time travel doesn't work, because no one's actually done it that we know of. Yeah. Unless they did it, changed the election, and... and Turned on that CERN super collider in Switzerland, mm-hmm. changed the election. Hillary lost, and we're in this fresh hell. You know, it, it could easily have been the the, the CERN super collider. Yeah. I'm think I'm thinking. I mean, we shifted to another dimension. It was like the Fringe universe. Yeah, it was a regular universe. Do you watch Fringe at the time? I, I used to watch Fringe. Yes. Okay, I did too. So I really enjoyed that when Walter yeah. became evil. Walter. Yeah. That was very cool. John Noble, man. He's, he's fantastic. He killed it when he had that cow in there. That, yeah. <laughs> Come in his office, you know, yeah. do experiments with it. <laughs> Shit. And Astrid, just the relationship he had with her, oh, breaks yeah. my heart. Yeah. And Olivia, and even Pacey from, from Dawson's Creek. When Pacey from Dawson's Creek, which was a, a low-rent 90210, which uh, is also coming back. That's Joshua Jackson, right? Joshua Jackson. Yeah. When he's cool, you know something's wrong in the world. <laughs> so who knows if that's why, you know, things happen. I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And then what was this thing that you had about the religious right thinks that Trump should get two more years of his term because oh, of yes, the witch yes. hunt? Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I'd like to do a do-over, you know? I mean, yeah, he wants a do-over. Do-over. I want a do-over. I, I want a do-over. do-over of 2016. That's right. I want all of everything he didn't said and everything to be erased. I want everything deleted from the mm-hmm. past if, we, if he loses the next one. Let's really make it high stakes, guys. You want to play poker? <laughs> Let's play poker, right? And his head gets taken. And we'll have a national lottery to see those of us willing to do swing the sword. Oh. I'll sign the paper. I'll swing the sword. Put it on my head, right? And then you hillbillies come look for me if you're pissed off because I put it on a pike. Yeah, well, you know, it's not surprising that you're talking that way given that the place you live, Red Deer, is the fifth most dangerous city in Canada. Dangerous city in Canada. It's not a bad you hoodlums. place. You hoodlums. Exactly. What you know are you why? doing over there? Because we're, the, we're halfway between uh, – because we're on a Highway 2, which is it was a four-lane highway halfway between Edmonton and Calgary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Halfway yeah. between exactly and Calgary. Halfway, yeah. So yeah. if you want to move anything, guns, slaves, drugs, exotic animals, um, 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 exotic alien technology, I mean, it's all got to come through Red Deer. Because it goes either north or south, yeah. and then from there it flies over the world. So, it, you know, we got, we got gangs here, we got bikers, we got mm-hmm. – I mean, we used to have five bars in the downtown. So mm-hmm. you could basically walk and, and socialize with five different kind of groups of hoodlums. Yeah. That kind of kept the peace and everything was normal. Now there's none of those bars downtown. So everything's kind of been been, been kind of sent a, a, across the city. I mean, even even the biker bar that you talked about. That's right. Uh, we're we're Miltwas. We're Miltwas. Where, where when I was 17, we, yeah. we got um, tequila sunrises because we didn't think to order beer. Yeah. We're, we're high school kids getting tequila sunrises at a biker stripper bar. Even that Watching. place is gone. Even that's gone. The city's that gotten burned. too dangerous for the biker bars. Yeah, that burned. Wow. And again, it's not a dangerous place. We murders. We've had maybe one murder since I've been here. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of like drug crimes and things like that, and yeah. things get broken into. And there is a, a, a lower end bad part of town, but it's even that's not bad. Yeah. I'll get on the bus and go, but there's no place you don't feel safe or anything, right? Okay, well, it's now not now. You you could but statistically I mean, now if if you were you know a, a, a four foot three young woman, you yeah. Know, and you and you said that I would think well, well it's, not, it's not a a dangerous place at all. But the thing is, you're I mean you're I don't know how tall you yeah. are, but you're, yeah, I'm you're, a big guy. I'm a big you're guy. A, 
You're a scary looking guy. I am. I, am. I mean, and at I first like blush. The, yes, right. I do look like the biker type. When yeah. I when I taught kindergarten for Zed, the first day I walked through the door, I mean, you think they were scared of Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger and kindergarten cop? Yeah. Those kids were terrified of me. <laughs> I took them. I took them from their little safe little corner of the school, uh-huh. through the school, past the junior high section to get to mm-hmm. the gym, and this was once a week. And you imagine those poor little mice in that environment because <laughs> moving them between classes with that zoo. Yeah. And keeping them together, and they're terrified already of the guy taking them away, right, <laughs> into this scary new open space, right, and trying to pull out his parachute. He's trying to get us to run through it like a maniac. No, no. Right. But now, so you, so you can walk with impunity in, in red. Deer, but, but, on, but you know, for for someone who like a, a smaller person, a female person maybe, or a small again, child, it, I mean, it, is it dangerous in in, in red deer? Again, I. When 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 it was at it, its height there, and again I was downtown all the time because I was you know that's the people I hung out with, that's where I got my weed, right? That's where I, they had pool tournaments, right? I played a lot of I played pool, right? Yeah. And the drinks were like cheap, and the people were interesting, and because mm-hmm. you were freakish looking, um, it wasn't like I didn't have to go to like Bellini's, which is like the the club, right? Where the music's so loud. This place had a jukebox, the the the, the Park Hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the or the Windsor, they had a jukebox. That's the music that played, whatever somebody put the money in for, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes there'd be a lot of back in black and a lot of, you know, thunderstruck, or, you know, because yeah. that, that was the crowd. And mm-hmm. the biker chicks and stuff. And, and I've seen fights in there and I've seen things like that. And, and the cops have come in and been called and, and I've seen that kind of stuff. But again, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just the person I am. I'm no, sure so- that's probably why. The stats speak for themselves. I mean, the stats speak that yes. But then even, stuff- even you, I mean, I, I used to go down to the downtown east side uh, in mm-hmm. Vancouver. Um, downtown Edmonton, I've done many times. I, you know, downtown Van- in Vancouver, the Vancouver mm-hmm. East Side. Yeah, again, I, I, that's I notorious. To, I used to go there because we, I, I, there was a radio station that I used to do a show at, and and it was, it was there in that bad neighborhood. I, I used to go down there every week, and I, I never felt really threatened. No, I didn't either. But again, I, I was aware. I, I wouldn't I knew go the there now. Not, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew the people not to piss off. Yeah. And again, but, I probably wouldn't go now, but I was, I was younger then. But I was never attacked. I, 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 I saw a couple fights, but I was never attacked. But now you in Red Deer. Did get shot at? I did get shot at. Yes. yes. How, but I how did that happen? At, I got shot at on a native reserve. Okay. Yeah. It was a as a, a abusive situation. The kindergarten teacher came over and and uh, woke me up at about three in the morning. One of her her um, parents of one of her kids had two kids in a car with her and mm-hmm. was being pursued by her ex husband, deadbeat husband, drunk husband, and his friend, and they were threatening to kill her. And she got me up because she didn't know what to do. First year teacher on a reserve teaching kindergarten kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had one kid basically paint the, the the toilet in her room with like his feces. That's a cry for help. <laughs> okay. okay? Yeah. She actually goes, "Come, what about this?" And I went, "Oh my god, cry for help. <laughs> this is a cry for help. Document, take the pictures, then get it cleaned up. Yeah. Why don't you show me this? I didn't know what to do. I was going to clean it up. Well, that was a good idea not to until you documented this and showed it to somebody else. Show it to everybody now because I don't like that you chose me to show me this, right? Yeah. I got this in my head now. You know, I had a kid once poop in his pants and shake it out of his leg, right? On my like the door of my classroom, uh-huh. in junior high, junior high classroom, and and the kids go, "Is that a chocolate bar? A melted chocolate bar?" And I went. I don't think that's chocolate. And we were on the first floor of the school. We all went out the window of my class. And I refused to bring those kids back in that room until that was cleaned up. And the, even the, 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 the janitor was laughing at me, Calvin. It's just a little poop, right? And I'm going, you know, fuck that. I'm kind of mouthing it to them, right? You cleaned that. I'm not going back in that 
it's and it was over just over a little bit of the line of the door that that met that 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 uh, copper piece, you know, uh-huh. between the door, you know, and the hallway. It was just a little, to put a little bit into my classroom, but no, uh, it was a deal breaker, man. Yeah. I was out that window faster than the kids. And they go, what's wrong? Where are you out the window? Come with me. Okay. Fire so, drill, so right? Poop ding, on the floor ding, got ding, you out the window. Drill. But what right. got you into the situation where the where the gunshot happened? Okay, so we're in we're in the truck, right? I'm in the I'm I'm saying, well, let's just get out of here, okay? We'll drive we'll drive to the nearby town. I'm not going to say where this all happened. Um, but it was a native reserve, and there was a nearby town. I said, let's drive there, the RCMP. Or the RCMP didn't even stay at the reserve at night, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. had a detachment, but there was nobody that manned it at, at night, right? which is, makes no sense because, again, there was always drunken uh, accidents. There was always fights and abuse and hangings and suicides and shootings, and it just always happened. I was felt more unsafe on those situations, even though as a teacher you're afforded a certain level of respect, mm-hmm. um, especially by the, the, the elders. And this is teacher, right? right. I had a, I almost got in a fight on a on a bus. Um, I worked on another reserve near Slave Lake, where we took an hour long bus to get into Slave Lake from a really remote reserve. And it was every we have every Friday off, but every second Friday they had the bus there, so you could go down there, get some banking done, get a ton of groceries, fill a hockey bag, right, and then get back on the bus, right. right. And you could go to the bar while you were waiting, right. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of interesting people too, but you could have a drink and you didn't have to drive back. And you know, so I was talking with some people on the on the bus coming back and this guy didn't like me talking to the girls native guy and he, you know he threatened me and everything and i'm saying you want to shout at the title go ahead right you know you yeah. know you know i get like a good gangster like that right mm-hmm. you know i'm a little joker you know i can kind of get hispanic like that right you know i make up these spanish words in my head yeah. um and so I was ready to go. I had the crazy eyes going. And the old elder that I made, a, I gave him my old Walkman and I made him a, a CD of, of country music. Yeah. And it was blew his mind. Blew his mind to have a Walkman with music he could carry around. Um, but he goes, this is teacher. You respect for teacher. And the, the kid backed down like right away. Mm-hmm. So you're afforded that. But I've seen some terrible things. And that night was, was exceptional. Um, the guy, we're, we're pulling out of the little driveway thing. And the guy and his car came right around the corner, and they're they're about a hundred, maybe a hundred feet from us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, their their lights are on us, our lights are on them. We're in a, a big suburban. They're in this little piece of shit car, and they get out and they see you know the shadow of the bodies, see the rifles, and and she's revving the engine. The kindergarten teacher, she's driving. The parents on the on the passenger side. I'm in the back with the kids and the dog, mm-hmm. her little dog, and and her daughter. And the two kids and me in the back seat with the dog, and I see the gun go up. She's about to put her foot, I swear, on the, uh, and she was going to run into them, like drive into them right. and crush them between the two cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was going to happen. Yeah. And and I just something in my head just went, and I don't know what it was. And I just went, no one dies tonight, not them, not me, not you, none of us. And I grabbed her hand over the over the the the, the, the shift, and I put it in reverse, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, she put her foot down, like it shocked her much to move it. Like when I moved her hand, she she put on the gas and we went backwards really fast. And it shocked them, it shocked everybody, but it, I think it saved everybody yeah. because the the guys put up their rifles and they fired uh, at the at the the windshield, hit the windshield. The ammunition was was I remember watching it. You know they they say things slow down, mm-hmm. and it's a goddamn truth. It's like watching Quicksilver in those those uh, X Men movies. The bee stops flapping its wings. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything, Everything slows just down. slows down. And I swear to God, I saw, I pushed down 
the kids and the dog. Mm-hmm. But I had I watched everything from the back seat, with my yeah. head between the two seats, and saw the guns come up, saw the glass shatter, got glass in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, she got glass in her face. The driver, yeah. the mother, happened to put her head down, so she's screaming and bleeding. I'm stunned, right? Because I've got glass in my head and I can feel the the, the blood, right? Mm-hmm. And I get out of the car. They freak out. The the the, the guys who shot. Mm-hmm. They're screaming, but they're not coming towards the car. I get her out. Me and the mother take the driver, put her in the backseat with the kids. Everybody's screaming. It's crazy. I get into the truck, and I started up half a windshield. It was in May, mm-hmm. cold enough, but I drove that car um, through a dirt on dirt road, the bad 19 kilometers of bad road, mm-hmm. uh, to get out of that reserve onto the paved highway with them about 30 seconds behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the dust flying and everything, and every time I'd see the dust would fly up, they'd be right there, right? Like yeah. they wouldn't, I wouldn't see them and thought we lost them. And eventually, the cops were, were somebody heard and called the cops and everything, and they met us about halfway yeah. to make it to town. And I was still like, he had to take my hands off the the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And when I got to, when I got into town, I went and, like into the bathroom of the the cop station, and I'm peeling these pieces out of my head, right, of the 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 shot, the the buck shot, yeah, right. And I had one near my eye. I had one that was stuck in my head that I had to get lasered out mm-hmm. uh, by the plastic surgeon that I saw, who was laughing the whole time working that laser scalpel. And I'm smelling my flesh burn, <laughs> right? And him going, you know, and him getting that look on his face, going, Argh. you know, when he got the get the pliers, like pulling out a loose tooth, yeah. trying to get that bullet out of me, right? Because I had to, I was going to carve that one out of my head with a soup spoon. Yeah. It was right above my right eye, right? But you could feel it. Yeah. And it would move around, right? But it was moving like, you know what I mean? I, it felt like it was moving around. Yeah. And and so we had to cut that one out. And there was one right inside, right inside my eye, within like where where the sleep gathers in your eye. Yeah. There was one there, so I was millimeter from losing yeah. that. that so eye. this wasn't glass from the windshield. No, it was just actual buckshot. Buckshot. But I had glass. I had glass in me too. Well, yeah. Um, I had glass in me too, and and mm-hmm. uh, lots of uh, lots of blood, lots of screaming, lots of lots of trauma, <laughs> lots of trauma, and it it all happened kind of at the same time that. My my program, my great program, I had in, uh, created got hijacked by the by the by the band because they could get a lot of money from the government for such a program, uh-huh. which they could also take and use to go on powwows and stuff. Very yeah. lot of corruption, right? A lot of corruption mm-hmm. on native reserves, especially when you've got powerful families. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a mafia thing. Yeah. Um, like uh, you know how to write mafia kind of thing, right? There's there's such a thing as um, native mafia, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much political and money and stuff. So that was that was happening. I was seeing the writing on the walls, and then this happens. And so I just I chucked it, right? I just yeah. quit. Yeah. And I haven't been in the classroom since. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. Right before I started the cable pool. Okay. So that was that was the, the catalyst that, that, that... Yeah, and my father had died like a year earlier. Yeah. And I'd taken a year off after that, like yeah. after he died. And so it was my... That was kind of my, my way back into the world because mm-hmm. I got to be... I was, I was like... I was the vice principal of that of that school, of the mm-hmm. reserve. I had an old building that was two floors. It used to be a it, was a... it was a hair salon once. It was a cafe once. It was, mm-hmm. it was so many things, right? It was this yeah. piece of shit old building that they made the high school. And we had 72 kids that were eligible for high school be credits and stuff Mm -hmm. so we started a program and everything it was brilliant i I got to hire a native girl who knew all the kids on the the reserve we did family visits it was just a lot of there were going to be a lot of progress Mm -hmm. probably in two or three years i could have graduated some kids which would have been huge 
mm-hmm. on that place, right? It would have really meant a lot to everybody. Yeah. Then the older kids, you know, a lot of it, I could have done a lot with that, and so it was it was kind of it was luck it was very crushing, yeah. you know. It kind of just turned me into the insane maniac I am today. <laughs> so. Uh... So you can walk around downtown. Not that you do a whole lot, but you can walk around downtown yeah, I, in Red Bear. Yeah, again, I can take the bus, and the bus is like the center of everything. Yeah. Everything goes downtown first and then branches out. Yeah. And on the 15, 15 after and quarter to the hour. So anytime you've got to get anywhere, mm-hmm. I know where the bus is going to come by my place. It's always reliable. It's mm-hmm. always going to be there at, at quarter after or quarter to, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, And I can get downtown. And it's so predictable. So, and then, and, and that's the heart of the, the downtown of the city that everybody says is so dangerous. But every kid in the city that takes the city bus goes through there twice mm. a day. Yeah. Right. Mm. And they could easily branch off while they're waiting that five, 10 minutes, right? Mm. Go get their heroin fix in grade four, right? <laughs> right. Get their heroin for the next day and mm. go back on the bus, right? Yeah. But that never happens, right? And you don't hear a lot of violence. People are not, uh, there's not a lot of, um, threats and stuff there was a suicide where some guy jumped off the 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 bus um it was like it's a busing thing and next to it there's a, um, a parking structure mm-hmm. and someone jumped out the parking thing and it was the entrance to the bus station where he went splat yeah and that disrupted the buses and then all the kids had to get a look and the cops had that the, the the curtains up and stuff right yeah and i was i went to see my my psychiatrist and took the bus down and stuff and it was the summer's nice but then that happened and it was kind of like oh jeez. Yeah. Right, that and, that, and I've never seen that. And that was outside the dollar store too. And I, I would, I think I was more upset. And this is what makes me a useless, worthless person. I was more upset. The dollar store was closed, blocked, <laughs> and I couldn't get in there to get my motor. My, my, what are they called? Um, those black ones, the the ones with the caramel in them. Um, um, Jesus, what are they called? The box of uh, uh, milk duds. Thank you. Milk duds. Yeah. Milk duds, which is chocolate covered caramel. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, dollar store, one dollar. For the extra big box, it cost you like eight dollars at the at the movie theater, uh-huh. and and you could tell it's cheap because you know they usually have the milk duds in a bag and then the bags in the box. Uh-huh. The milk duds are just in the box, yeah. But it looks like milk duds, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the same packaging as in the states, but you know it came from China or India or something mm-hmm. because it's just not right. It's like the bubble gum's a little off, right? Yeah. It's not. It's double bubble, but they spelled double wrong. Yeah. Right. Um. And bubble has one B. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's what it's like. But I used to get like two boxes of those all every mm-hmm. time I took the bus downtown. Because yeah. right across from the bus station, you could run out of the bus when it lands, and and you'd have time before the bus left to mm-hmm. go and do that. So so there was somebody had thrown himself in front of a bus. And you no, they thrown themselves the off the parking structure, the top of the parking structure. Oh, oh okay. At suicide went yeah. splat, yeah. and because it was also on the same road as the dollar store, they yeah. had to block that road. Yeah. And we weren't allowed to go into the dollar store until the the. And I wanted to say, hey, guys, just can I sneak in and get some milk duds? <laughs> well, and they would have looked at me like, you thoughtless little bastard. But it's that kind of callous attitude that makes Red Deer a the dangerous <laughs> place. Now, we're talking Canada. I mean, you know, yeah. dangerous cities in Canada are, are not. And it's 100,000 people. Again, again, there are no guns. There are not guns here. There's long guns. But you mm. don't even hear of shootings. There mm. might be some stabbings. No murders. Mur- yeah. The murder we had many years ago was, was uh, domestic-related. Yeah. And there was a murder when I was uh, a teacher um, – that, and that was uh, in, in town here. That was like 20 years ago because I saw the body floating in, in Sylvan Lake mm-hmm. when I, at a teacher party. Yeah. I, I told you the story. I got totally drunk on, on Blue Typhoon coolers, and we're on this booze cruise, mm-hmm. and I'd already ate my steak and my garlic, uh, and it all came up on the side of the boat. 
and it was blue. It was blue with garlic uh, with Caesar salad and steak. Oh dear! Right, all yeah. together. Imagine yeah. that. And I puked over the side of this boat because it was a shaking boat, and I'm just ill. And I look down, and there's lights on the water and stuff. And I go, "Boy, that log looks weird." And I went, "Oh, that log." I go, "That's not a log." And I called somebody over, and it was a body. Oh my god! But they didn't question me. You know. About anything because someone else had seen it, but uh-huh. I was the first one to see it because I was puking. But I didn't even have to go to the trial or anything because I was so out of it yeah. in the car. The cops just said, take him home. And I was basically my head out the car window driving on the way home, still puking with the cool air on my face. But they couldn't even question me because I was, I was more problem to the, everybody than the body. The body, they couldn't do anything about that, right? Yeah. They just had to fish it out. Yeah. But. This guy's you were potentially more dangerous than like who drinks seven blue typhoons <laughs> and a blue typhoon. It's like the worst cooler ever. It's like uh-huh. a, a blue popsicle, right? That's what it was like with booze. Uh-huh. And I think I put vodka in it too, or something. I don't know what I did, but oh, that was a bad, bad night. And then the body thing. And I thought I, I made it up, like I, 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 it was a false memory or something, or yeah. drunken memory. But the Monday after, people were saying, "Man, Kel, that body, body." There was a body? Because no one called me or anything, right? I go, there really was I, one, right? I thought that was just a bad hallucination. Yeah, I, I, I thought, what the hell, Cal? I can load it, mate. It was, it was, like, you know, you, you just don't believe that happened? Yeah. Because I just remember my head out the window. And I was so happy that I didn't, like, you know, the guy driving me, what if he drove me into a sign or something or a mailbox? Um, you know those country mailboxes? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, that stick out? And my head would just hit it, right? Like, <laughs> or, or a deer or something would just hit my head. <laughs> But that's what I thought about, and I thought, was there a body? And they, Cal, the body, and everything, the papers and everything, and and they didn't, you know, and then finally the cops came, and we were talking to the other staff, and go, oh, you were that guy, we don't need you here, you can go. And I was I was kind of happy, because it was like a, on a staff meeting day, and I got to leave early, and it was like, oh, thanks, you know, I'm an unreliable witness, that's me, that's an accomplishment, I'm an unreliable witness. So, yeah, I was also in an accident, too, where, where a kid got, what? really hit his head i hit my head too but mm-hmm. we, we got hit by a drunk driver going oh, yeah. out ice fishing yeah um and the driver we would have t-boned this 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 mm-hmm. the drunk driver that thought it was a uh was a t intersection he mm-hmm. thought it was a x so he could drive through oh, he, right. he drove he if he would have kept going he would have drove into the ditch but he stopped in the middle of the road right in front of us uh. and and the guy we had uh, turned the car and hit, and the car went hit him sideways. I think that bled a lot of our speed because mm-hmm. we're we're sliding sideways in this uh, in this suburban. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he turned it sideways, and basic thing just went. Whoop. It was like sideways. We hit him. We didn't hit him head on. I had no seatbelt on because I was talking to people in the back seat. Yeah. Me and the kid, the kid, the little kid, um, his son, both hit our heads and and broke the windows. And of course, because of my head is my head, and his head is a little head. He was damaged significantly. Uh-huh. And I had to go to court and everything, and and do my testimony and everything, and that's so I've been in I've been in court, and I used to ask I was asking question, yeah, you know, when they asked a the question, I was going, yeah, he goes, don't you mean yes? Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, don't you mean yes? Yes, you know, and I was, it was like, how many times I'm going, Calvin, how many times have you seen Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, right? How many times? I watched two episodes of Special Victims Unit the other day with commercials on the W Network. Like, I'm losing it, right? So uh, so. I, I know this shit, right? But I didn't want to play it like that. I was terrified. <laughs> but I, I had pretty solid testimony, so they went to jail, and mm-hmm. you know, just ugh. 
All right. So well, okay, well, I'm not surprised that Red Deer is considered the most dangerous city in Canada. Yeah, statistically, though, but again, but again, our population is kind of low. We have a lot of small little communities on the outlier. Thank God things like um, um, opioids hasn't really hit us as hard as it hits a lot of uh, towns, mm-hmm. um, especially in the east because it's America-based. And I think because of our location and because of the population, like our, our contact to the American population is kind of their lowest population is attached to Alberta, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And also BC, right? And Saskatchewan, Manitoba. Like, we're lucky in that way. We're not connected to them in the way Ontario and Quebec are. Yes. You know, and the Eastern, we get, and we got a kind of buffer between us and California. So, you know, and because a lot of our drugs go out, mm-hmm. right? And we do have the good weed and stuff. Um, that's, a, that's one big reason for legalization because we have a quality product, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people will go to that as an option instead of the harder things. But when there is the hard stuff, you can you can find it, and it's here, and it's the tongs are involved, and I've heard the biker gangs, and I've heard I've, the stories I've heard are, are are real, and I believe them. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're you're you're, um, you're doing the cable cool, and you're, you're you're doing this podcast, so you're safe. Oh God! Stay god. safe. My God, I'm fine. I and mean, it drives you insane. What's going I, on in the world? But oh my God, yes, because I live in I, I've lived such craziness, right? Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because I I can't change any of it, and that's what kills me the most. Not that the things happen; is that I can't change them from happening, or like I can't I can't prevent people's pain from the Game of Thrones finale, so I will enjoy their pain. <laughs> it's a different tactic I take. Okay. Right. If I could cure their pain and take them back for the time and not have the show ever be made, I would do that. But bitches, I'm sorry. You know, you knew what you were getting into. You had every chance to walk away. And I, I could see it if we were back to the days of Roots, right? Where everybody mm-hmm. had to watch Roots, the mm-hmm. miniseries, because there was nothing else better on TV. Yeah. Right. And it was a go- that was a, that was such a a rarity, right? Mm-hmm. It was an event. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, there are so many goddamn shows you can watch. I don't even know half of what these shows are, like the OA or Mirror or that Mirror Mirror one, right? Or Mirror Ball or Mirror Black or Black uh, Mirror. Black Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror yeah. Right? I hear it's got some good stuff in it. it I've does, never actually. seen an episode of that. There's so many good like there's so many other things you could be watching well, that will you make you happy. If you're bitching about me about Game of Thrones and you've never watched goddamn 13 episodes of either Firefly or Matador. The two greatest one series shows in life, next to the Cape, and Cape is probably third. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched that, don't even come talk to me. Okay, now right? we we've got to do a show about one season TV shows. Oh, for sure. We I, we'll do a special show about that because Firefly. Can, I have, can, I came to that late too. Yeah. We we won't include yeah. Firefly because everyone knows that. But but you can talk about um, Matador and and yeah. I got a couple that I can talk about. Yeah. But you want to talk about limited series? One of the early limited series, and this is like back in 1963. Mm-hmm. The world of Disney had the Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. That was a three great... episodes on yep. the wonderful world of Disney. Right, and it wasn't. It, it was a movie in the theaters mm-hmm. that they cut into three episodes. Yeah, the, it, was, it was three episodes meant for British television, but, but right. And, it, and it was, on Disney, it, it appeared on the Wonderful World of Color. Right. They ended it into a, a motion picture for 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 Britain. But. Right, and it was a great show. Patrick McGugan, who plays court, played the prisoner mm-hmm. and played Secret Agent Man on British television, mm-hmm. was this this uh, aristocrat who yes. also played uh, a Zorro type character called the Scarecrow. Yes, and he terrorized people who fought for the British mm-hmm. um, during the Revolutionary War. Yes, he, he was, was the Reverend Doctor Christopher Sin. Sin, yes, Doctor Sin, ends. and, and why had a, the alternate ego or alternate personality or the alternate the disguise is basically Batman. You know, yeah, except he's the scarecrow, and he has this laugh, right? 
that terrorizes mm. everybody, and, and he rides it the freaked horse. Freaked the hell out of me when I was a kid. Me too. Because <laughs> exactly, just and, like and that. And his voice, you know. And you know what? You're echoing the... right now. You're Sorry? echoing right now as you laughed. And that freaked me out a little bit because that was him. That would that sounded like him. And, and also right? the um, the fact that he did a voice. I mean, I mean now now of course you know when Batman does you know like Bruce yeah. Wayne's got his normal voice and Batman's got the deep voice. But he right. did that back in the Scarecrow. He had that's right his Patrick McGowan voice. Right, and he played, and he put the guy on court as court in court. The the one guy who they hung, mm-hmm. and he put him on trial, as the scarecrow. Yeah. So he had that other voice, but he had like he was like it was like SVU revolutionary, right? Yeah. And he he tried this guy, and then I remember it scared the hell out of me because they showed the noose, but it was a shadow, of the noose, right? I remember. They showed, that, yeah. What's gonna happen to me? Oh, it scared me as a child. Yeah. Terrified me. Yeah. Awesome, but awesome. Like it's oh. one of my awesome memories. Of and and that you can show. watch all the shows on on YouTube. They're all they're there now. But mm-hmm. they were now. I, I did some research on this because actually I was going to write an article about this for Dark Worlds magazine before it got defunct. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Doctor Sin uh, was actually written by a British author named Russell Thorndike. He actually wrote seven novels. Wow. About the character. Yeah. Um, but Disney went to a like a legit source there. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, um, there was a, a, an American author named um, Robert Buchanan who uh, rewrote some of the so- stories okay. um, for American audiences, and that's the source that they went to for for Disney. But but it's quite thrilling. Like for a Disney movie, it's a mm-hmm. great adventure, oh, and yeah. it's a historical adventure. And, it's and of course, like you said, revolutionary. Yep. Who back yep. then was like you know he was the the big star on TV. Yeah, yeah. He was British. Right. He was cool. He was very cool, and he was slick, and he was, and he yeah. had that great voice. Like he, one of my favorite movies he's in is uh, Ice Station Zero, a Zebra. Yes, I, with Rock Hudson. Ice Station and it's an all, Ice Station Zebra, a great spy movie. Ernest mm-hmm. Borgnine's in it. Yeah, with a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. Ja, John, uh, jo, James Brown, John, John, no, Joe Brown, James Brown. Mm-hmm. No, who's the Brown? He was an actor, black actor, also a. Um, yeah. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim, Jim Brown. Brown was in it too. Um, very, very, very good movie. Good, mm-hmm. good. Uh, it, like like uh, Robert Ludlum book. It was written by Alistair MacLean. Yeah. You know who did all those great adventure books. Yeah. Like so uh, Guns and Arrow and stuff. The Scarecrow, and of course they had the theme song Scarecrow. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and three nights. That's all it was. Three episodes. Three Sunday but nights. It made a really big impact on me anyway. Me and too. I, I I think a lot of people who are yeah. enjoying superhero movies now, you know, Batman and that sort of thing, you know, owe a lot to that. And it's funny, it holds up. I, I watched it probably about six months ago again, mm-hmm. as I was well, I was thinking about that, because that was not the first time that somebody had brought up the, the, the that I saw the mention of the, the wonderful world of Disney, or the wonderful world of color, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember Tinkerbell always came out, and <laughs> she made the color come up and stuff. Um, so I always loved Tink. Uh, but it, it was it was like thrilling. That was Sunday night to me. Mm-hmm. That was that in the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. And then you had a bath, and you sat by the register, Getting your feet warmed up and and watch Disney and Carol Burnett and then you went to bed. And that was yeah. Sunday. Yeah, you know, so it, that was good times. Good times. Yeah. Another movie, another show that this when I when I'm I'm just thinking about it now. I think people should go out and see, um, even uh, especially as a, uh, a rental when it comes on Netflix or, or what is uh, James Gunn produced and written by his two brothers. He's got six siblings. Um, he's well, five siblings in him. James mm-hmm. Gunn, of course, of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he got fired from Guardians by Disney, he went out and I guess to keep this mojo going, and he had some money and had a family project that's been on the back burner for a while. Obviously, his brothers had written this script called Brightburn, now that's which just is the dark. Now, isn't it? Yeah, 
and it's a dark. I got my screener uh, just yesterday, and I thought, oh, I'll watch this. It's the story of basically watch the trailer. What if Superman had gone bad mm-hmm. as a teenager, um, as he discovers his powers? Instead of doing the right thing, he did the wrong thing. Um, it's basically nature versus nurture. Even a loving mother can't stop, as I said in my review, even a loving mother can't stop your basic nature. Mm-hmm. You're going to be who you're going to be, good or evil. And this kid takes a path, and once they decide that that's the path he's taking, and again, watch the trailer to Brightburn. Mm-hmm. If it looks like something you're interested in, um, try it, watch it. It's it's a fantastic um, treatise on the, the superhero myth, on teenage puberty, on, mm-hmm. um, on how dangerous smart kids with superpowers can be (laughs) because my god what this kid does to that community and to his family and to the people around him when he goes evil my god it's just the concept it was a comic book first um and i've I've only seen few pages of it on on youtube i haven't even downloaded it yet but i'm going to download it um but i've seen the comic ones where uh, the the kid comes out even as a a little baby being dangerous right Mm. um to people around him and that they don't, 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 they wait until the kid's like 12. Like on his 12th birthday, he kind of becomes a little messed up, right? When yeah. he starts to realize he has these powers. And, um, you know, he's, he's an outcast. He's smart. He's bullied. Um, he was found by his mother in a spacecraft just one night. His like, infertile parents, yes. Yeah, that's just like Superman. With, you know, just like Superman. Yeah. And his, his father was a, a great guy. His mother's very doting, very loving. Elizabeth Banks plays the character. She's mm-hmm. a very good actress. And, Whoa, rough, rough, gruesome. Like, I'm a kind of guy that is very squeamish. But I'm telling you, I love the gore when it's done really well and yeah. it has really good effect. And this has, imagine Superman's powers used to do some serious damage to a human being, mm-hmm. to a human carcass, to a to meat and bone. Wow. And it's not it's not for the squeamish, but I'm telling you, they, they play the, con- again, high concept. Mm-hmm. Full retard execution. Okay. Very so impressive. the The last scene, I I I watched that last that last moment, and I went, and as it went the, to credits, I went, wow. Mm-hmm. I went actually went wow, because the way it all kind of wraps itself up, whew, I didn't expect it to go that way. And again, there is only one ending that's possible, right? The kid is not going to lose, mm-hmm. right? The kid is surrounded by inferior creatures that he feels are inferior. Yeah. And once he's made the decision to kill the first one, well, that's going to end the way you expect it to. And there's not going to be – there's not a hero's journey, right? Yeah. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a hero's story. It's a monster story. Oh, and wow. you go in thinking it's going to be a hero's journey. Uh, like the kid's going to go bad, but yeah, he's going to be redeemed. But I'm telling you, don't get too attached to anyone. <laughs> that's okay. all I'm saying. So that movie, uh, you, you've seen it? I've seen it, and it, 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 it will be in uh, in theaters, or maybe a limited release. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I'm hoping it because it, it, it's very good. Yeah. The, the 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 tension is almost unbearable at times. And again, I'm saying I'm a squeamish guy. Yeah. I love the Final Destination movies, uh-huh. and those got some hardcore, gruesome deaths in them. Oh yeah. I love the creativity of those. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. I I would say like never let a little child see this because this will traumatize them. Yeah. But boy. If you ever want to do a little – I will never have to do that thought experiment where how would Superman kill a guy with his heat vision? How would Superman kill somebody with a super speed? How would Superman – you know, somebody gave him a hand up when he, she's pushed him down, mm-hmm. right? And he's been embarrassed in front of all his peers. 
how would he crush a hand, right? <laughs> like they show in the trailer, so I'm not giving away, but how would he crush a girl's hand? Yeah. And what would that sound like? Oh, dear. And would it be one, or would it be, <laughs> right? Think of it, right? Okay, so, so James Gunn has thought about this, so you don't have to. Although well, you his, have brothers to have, his brothers have. Yeah, and he, again, he gets a lot of credit. Like his name comes up every time it's mentioned, which is a good thing because I think anybody who thinks James Gunn, I'll see this because I like his his Guardian stuff. Um, it, it, it's not it's got, it's got no rocket raccoon comedy in it, right? There's yeah. not a lot of smiles and chuckles, right? <laughs> There's no dumb Drax coming up with. I mean, the parents here are very smart. Nobody misses any signals, right? Yeah. It's not like Doctor Phil. What do y'all miss, right? <laughs> with this girl or this boy, right? Y'all missed when the boy's eyes started to glow red, right? <laughs> Who was watching him then? You know, when something <laughs> happened to them chickens, right? You know, so, um, but he lives on a, on a Kansas farm, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, all the Superman. It should have been Smallville, yeah. But no, <laughs> that was not Smallville. Okay, wow. But so Brightburn definitely. Brightburn's fantastic. I mean, right. it, it's it's going to stick with me for a long time. Yeah. It's got that right kind of, and it got a good creepy kid to play the kid. Yeah, and he gets and he and and he's almost like almost got no expression, right? Yeah. Like a child murderer Ooh. would have. See, that's creepy. Yeah, it's, oh, creepier. Oh. I'm not going to tell you the ending, but okay. when you get to that ending, you're going to go, oh, fucking, fucking, fuck, <laughs> fuck me, fuck, right? Because it, I'm thinking this is how it would happen in the real world. And you see, he makes himself his own costume and his oh, own yeah. symbol. Yeah. And if you see it, it's a red. It's almost like he he took a shoelace. To sew together a red blanket to make a mask and put holes in it. It's worse. It's almost like Doctor Sin, the Scarecrow, mm-hmm. right? He looks like the Scarecrow in a way. Okay. He's like an evil little red Scarecrow, uh-huh. and he's a skinny kid too. So, oh, wow, Brightburn. Yeah. <laughs> Go with Brightburn. Okay, but not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. But again, you want something new? I, again, I could not imagine watching this in the theater mm-hmm. because I would just be squirming in my seat. Yeah. Coming out of my skin. But again, online, um, I got ticket pee break, you know? I yeah. could I could come back and, and you know, on, on my on my screener, I could come back, yeah. stop it, think of for a second, <laughs> go watch the go watch Boniam clip. because yeah. yeah. right? I was answering Facebook things and, and then I went back to it and I went, Oh yeah, that's what he just did. Oh the little bugger. The little bastard. <laughs> right? Okay, just, so, oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it only got six point seven when I look at IMDb. Um, it's not even on Rotten Tomatoes. They did, there's not even a, a review of it. I've never seen that. Wow. Yeah. If you go on it now, there's nothing. No consensus. Nothing. Hmm. And I just went, whoa. I'm hoping it's. Does it become a legend that it's not because some kids doing these horrible things? I'm hoping. Can it please become a controversy? Can they take it off the shelves so that I, I I'm the only one that ever sees it?
This has been a COC production.